to the show. This is Golden Craftcast. This is Sergio speaking. To my right, playing the guitar, is Manny. And to my left is Bird. Yeah! Here we go. Here we go. All right, boys. What is this, episode five? This is episode five. We made it to five. We made it to five. We Jesus Christ. Five. Episode three with me. Right? Yeah, so so far we got uh, you for the third time. Third time. Well, cheers time. to that, guys. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Oh yeah! Wow. What are we having? Well, that's good. Some stone so, cold. So we got a El Segundo Brewing Company. Their Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA, six point seven percent alcohol. Man, this thing goes down pretty smooth though. Yo, this is good, yeah. man. <clears throat> good call on this one. I wonder if Steve Austin actually like. Yeah, got it he did. It says Steve right? Austin on the back. Oh, Broken actually... Skull IPA. But you could Steve just, Austin. But you could just like name the beer. And you know, no, no, I was watching that uh, that show Wild Ones yeah. last night, and uh, he was on there. Yeah. And he was saying how he had like a like a layout of almost like he said like a hundred beers, and he kept on tasting and picking like what he felt, and he narrowed down to this is what he felt resembled his character. Oh, he said that? Yeah, so this is his beard. He actually, like, uh, he, he curated this. Yeah, it says right here on the back, uh, 6.7 IPA designed by Steve Austin and El Segundo Brewing Company for the working man and woman. It features Citra Cascade and Chinook hops to deliver big flavor with an easy finish. Now stop reading and start drinking. Cheers. Castone Coast said so. Hell yeah. Yeah, he was oh, talking, yeah, he was talking about uh, heating a final like he could drink his own beer instead of drinking oh, yeah. everybody else's beer. Hey, man. <laughs> I can't wait for that day to come for me, man. When it's going to come. When they make your beer? I want to make my own beer, dude. The, the Mans- long cast. Mansky Fresh IPA. <laughs> Mansky Fresh. Mansky Fresh. Citra something. Citra trap. Tri- it has to be something tropical. Something tropical. Something tropical. So how would you name your beer? I don't know, man. That's a great question. What will be the Valium? Oh, it'd have to be a seven, at least. At least a seven? At least a seven. I was thinking that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> it'd have to be strong. I'd have to go Belgium, my style, so yeah. I, I think I have to be, like, in the tens. I'll be a blonde ale. Yeah. I'll go with the... Yeah, have you guys ever tried a 7.0 cream ale? I think I have. I'd be crazy strong, but, you know, with the cream ale, it's like, you would never expect it to be, like, that strong. Like, yeah. when you brought over the golden druck. Yeah, the golden druck. That's... That shit. Yeah, see, that's Belgian. Ooh, it's that was so smooth. Shit. It's we good, it's sweet, nine. but it's packs a punch, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't know you're drinking 10.5. I made us go to the bar after and have a couple more. <clears throat> that's right. Right. All right, cool, man. So uh, this episode, we figure since everyone's at home, the best way to entertain is obviously through your streaming service. Of course. So we definitely got something to recommend. Um, each of us has something, at least two shows to recommend. We're going to start off today's segment with the top two. Top two. Top two. Streaming shows. Yeah. So, yeah. Maddie, go ahead. Start yeah. us off. Okay. With your, uh... Start us off. Well, let me say 
I have an affinity and a love for gangster movies. Uh, anything that has to do with the 1920s, 1930s, uh, that old school mafioso style, I love that. So off the bat, I got to say one of my favorite HBO shows to stream is Boardwalk Empire. I finished the series about twice. It's a solid, what is it, three or four seasons? It's six seasons. Six seasons? I believe so. Man, it seems like so much less, but, you know, it's it's hour-long episodes. I think it might be five. I'm not sure. It might be. Well, we'll, we'll get the details right okay. now. But, um, yeah, dude, this show is, first of all, the whole tone of this is a lot different than any other gangster streaming services. Yeah. It's five seasons. And let me say, the, the just the color tone of this mafia style compared to a lot of other mafia style, because it's Atlantic City and in the beach, you have the cloudiness all the time. So you get yeah. like kind of like a gray tone watching the whole thing. And let me tell you, when there's blood splatters and violence, like you can really see that red reflect off really well, mm-hmm. you know, and... Um, like it, a Frank it, Miller movie? It makes a very, for a cinematic, you know kind of show yeah every single episode and and let me tell you the details that they went for for set design was freaking awesome dude they went to all kinds of lengths to make sure that everything was on point with the era yeah they really built the set like everything that you see in that show it's like actually real like it built the whole pure um set yeah so it basically it takes place in atlantic city um it's the beginning of Prohibition. That's when the yeah. first episode starts. And obviously all the big shots in town are getting together and celebrating to it because they see this as a financial opportunity for them. And this is led by none other than Nucky Thompson, who is played by Steve Buscemi. Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Let me tell you, really underappreciated actor for this for this series, bro. Oh my god, bro. Oh, he yeah. should have found he should have won something. Yeah. Did he win something? I believe he did win something. Maybe Emmy is called. Oh my Globes. god, dude! He but, yeah. He really came out of the woodwork on that one. I did not expect him to yeah, step exactly. up to the plate like he did for that whole show, man. Yeah, like, it was great. That, that show was really good. He really did kind of shows his artistic talent, you know, yeah. as, as an artist and you know as an actor. And a lot of characters as well, like the the guy who played uh, Capone, he was he was a good one, and the deaf mm-hmm. kid and everything. That that showed about a lot of characters and it really displayed them really well, and they were able to showcase what they could actually do in the, behind the screen. Lucky Luciano was in there. Maya Lansky um, was there for a bit. Maya Lansky. Bugsy yep. uh, uh, Spiegel. Yeah, it basically introduces all like all of the big shots in that time era and does it kind of like in a legendary kind of way where it kind of mixes them in with uh, the business of New York and yeah. uh, Atlantic City. It was, and, yeah, it was when all of them were really coming up, you know, because Prohibition was like something that everyone wanted to take advantage of, you know, because if, if something is illegal, there's a market out, out there, you know. That's what he basically I, I, states yeah. in the beginning, you know? Yeah, so. and everyone wants a piece of it, and it's just like... So oh. if I don't do it, someone else will, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's just like having to take advantage of the whole Prohibition era. Oh, dude, it was awesome, man. Yeah, and, really great. and the lengths that they went to, I mean, the guns, the the gun, the Tommy guns. <laughs> the Tommy guns. The wardrobe. The wardrobe for everything was so on point. The, the gold pocket watches, everything. the haircuts, the everything is to the T, like you're looking back at an old photo from the 1920s or 30s. And, dude, let me tell you, in in one season, he ends up, I don't want to spoil too much, but he ends up owning a hotel, and they redo 
the club and I was watching the behind the scenes of how they redid the club and they actually got like gold flaking like paint for the embellishments of inside the club they actually got real gold bro and like yeah, they gold, gold leafing gold leafing and just did the whole thing and the the lights that they use the type of light bulbs everything's to point you know it well, gives it like that. the flappers when they have the big parties the girls are all dressed up and mm-hmm. with the flappers they look, it looks so cool like it looked like the 20s and 30s how yeah they what, really brought it to life what you've seen like in history books or shows whatever exactly. what it looks like mm-hmm. exactly it's like I'm taking the screenshot and then just like making it that a movie you know what I'm saying or making that a TV show uh, it's a really good show you should really check it out if you're into gangster stuff if you if you really are into gangster stuff you probably already seen it because it's one of those that are up there yeah uh, other than Sopranos I think yeah and of course like being a gangster um, TV series is actually produced by Martin Scorsese yeah he actually directs the first episode uh huh you're really getting like good quality when it comes to this, you know, mm-hmm. just right off the bat. So we would recommend like this show. Like Definitely. I, I watched it twice too, so it's like it's very rewatchable. I watched, I watched it once, and like you said, compared to Sopranos, yeah. which is cool because this shows you like that classic mobster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Like the you know sharp sharp suit, you know Tommy guns, you know the the T model T Fords and everything. Yeah. And then you got Sopranos, which is the modern mobster, you know, yeah. modern day mobster wearing sneakers and tank tops. And, yeah. You know, but it's pretty cool. It, it, it showcases that whole, the glory days of like the mobsters or what we think the mob was. Yeah, I mean, that's what really unique. built it. That's what built that whole American gangster culture, you know, was yeah. that era. So, I mean, just to see all of that, you know, come into fruition with the level of detail is something that has yet to be repeated since, I think. Yeah, and it's no one has ever made like a um, period piece like this before. Oh my God. Or that long. I mean, they made movies, but yeah. the show I mean, they did like, movies, carried on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got movies like The Untouchables with Al Capone. I think it was Robert uh, <laughs> De Niro playing them. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a few hours. It was just a few hours. This is just, yeah, this is hours. Hours of it. And I mean, each episode's an hour, hour, 20 minutes almost, right? Yeah, about so. So, I mean, five seasons. Maybe like what yeah. ten episodes a piece, right? Something like that. That's a that's a lot of footage to watch, you know. Yeah, definitely good choice with that one. That's a good. Yeah, definitely. Show. That's on my that's on my top two for sure. What about you, Serge? One show that I would recommend is um, Atlanta. So it's actually Donald Glover, aka like Charlie Scambino's um, show, and it stars him. It is produced by him, written by him, directed, and some episodes. And it's just like a really funny show about like his character, and he's trying to like trying to make it in the music business. Like, he's basically, like, the music manager for his um, cousin who's, like, on the rise of becoming, like, one of the biggest rappers in Atlanta. And, you know, Atlanta, like, that scene is pretty big, especially around this time, you mm-hmm. know? And it just shows a lot of uh, social commentary. Every episode's kind of, like, different. And it just riff. It doesn't really riff off each other. Well, it kind of does. But it just has, like, a... It has a weird tone. They could go weird with it. They could be bizarre. And also, their main focus is just, like, how the whole scene is over there, you know? Because mm-hmm. in one episode, like, I don't want to spoil it too much, but in some episodes, they, they're cut up on something, like, uh, unexpected. And then, you know, they try to get their way, um, try to find their way out of it, you know? And... It has a lot of interesting characters, too. Like, we have uh, Lakeith Stanfield, who's, like, this weird dude that talks about the universe, and he's just really intuitive with, like, how he talks. And then, you know, there's an episode where he, like, talks to someone who's, like, high on edibles and be like, you ever th- you ever heard about this um, simulation theory? You 
know, like who knows what's real? Like millions of years from now, like someone has built like a simulation and we're not even aware of it. Like who knows if that girl's real or the water's real? And then she's like asking like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Is that girl real? He's like, yeah, real fake. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, God. What, what platform is that on? That is on Hulu. Um, they, you could watch like two seasons. I mean, like if we decide to watch it, you're gonna like go through it real fast if you like it, you know. But how, how long like, are the episodes on there? It's probably like 30 minutes. 30 minutes? 30 That's minutes cool. each. But there's some that are like 35 minutes. Like I seen an episode that was like 35. Yeah, there's at least one episode where I'm not gonna spoil it much, but it's just like uh, the like, Keith Stanfield character. He goes into like uh, into like some musician's like mansion and he wants to like buy off a fucking uh, piano off of him. And it just turns into like a weird horror type of Jordan Peele type of oh really type of uh, short film. Man, I just gotta say, childish Gambino's come a long way yeah, from exactly. college humor, man. I mean, like, yeah, like he's really rising up, especially la- last season, because he released um, season two last year, and then not only that, he also released like his whole album, and then he was in the new solo movie. The new Star Wars movie. Yeah. So he's just like, you know. She's kicking ass. I really, yeah, I realized that thing, like, oh, I know what he's doing. He's just like, you know, getting his name out there, you know. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just he's, like, he's, he's juicing it. Yeah, dude. He's so busy. He's like basically doing everything. Like, I think the third season's not coming back until like 2021. Wow. A whole year from now. Damn, he's got Hulu like that? Um, it's He's on FX, but um, most of the FX shows are oh, on right, Hulu. Oh, right, right. You know. Cool. So it's cool. cool. Um, definitely recommend it if, if you like something funny if you like if you like hip hop rap like I would recommend that show uh, if you like things that are a little different weird unique uh, anything that Charlie Gambino does he does no wrong so you know definitely recommend that uh, what about you Bird? cool um, I think uh, a show that I've really been into and it's still kind of new but it really, really grew into me and because I love, I love that whole sci-fi and, you know, that type of genre and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Westworld. Westworld. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Westworld is a really good show. Um, it takes place, like, and it's it's a surreal world, so it's almost like a game, like a game type thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's a... It's almost like if, a simulation. Right, it's a simulation. If you're wealthy, you can go in the simulation. Mm-hmm. You can pretend to be a cowboy. And in this cowboy, you're in the West, you know, in the West world. Right. You know, so you can literally do anything you want. You can go to saloons and have drinks, um, have go to brothels and have your way with women of the night. Do anything you want. You can drink. So it's like Red and, Dead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it's a modern Red Dead, but you can do whatever you want. And you could kill them, rape them, whatever you choose to do. You could be a sick motherfucker. And then in this, in this world, what they do is um, they're like, uh, they're, they're robots. They're like drones. Mm-hmm. So, like, say, if you kill one, they take it out of commission, swap it in for a new one. And then um, I don't want to give too much away, but then these simulations start having memories and remember they were actually people at some point. Yeah. And then it's the whole thing, how that changes. And like I said, to me, this show is really good because just the attention to detail, when you're in this Western world, the guys are wearing the boots with the spurs and jeans and yeah. they look vintage, very cowboyish. Like if you were watching Tombstone or something of that nature, mm-hmm. it has that feel. And it's also modern. It's it's. it's it's good. It's good acting. It has some good actors in there, and I really enjoy it. They have the third season just released right now, like yeah, the third I think one. last week. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a good show to catch. And I know HBO released it as their Game of Thrones Slayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything slaying Game of Thrones, but it definitely is very. Um, it's intriguing. You know, it's just it's intriguing. This whole 
And if you're like a fan of HBO, you know you get the the nudity and the violence and all that stuff. You in You get there the quality, is what you right. get. You so, get the quality. Yeah, you got the quality. You know where your fourteen ninety nine a month is going. So <laughs> I definitely recommend Westworld. That's uh, I'm definitely watching that. That's a good show to watch. Yeah, I I yeah I watch it too, and I really like that. It's not only just like sci-fi and western, but it's also like a psychological thriller. Right, right. You get the all of that. It's suspenseful as well. Too. Yeah, because the characters, like, they're kind of questioning their reality and all that. Right, right. It's just like, well, you kind of get that feel. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a good show. It definitely has a lot of twists. I mean, we can't say right now, but yeah. there's some good twists. And you're like, even you're sitting at home like, what? Like, oh, man. And that's really good. Techno- technological, sci-fi, thriller, suspense. You get all that in that one show, and I really enjoy it. There you go, yeah. people. What about you, man? Just do, just do the second round. What Man, you know, the thing is we talked about earlier not mentioning The Mandalorian because so many people are probably on that. Just got to say, man, if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, you have to watch it. It's freaking awesome. They're literally breaking technological boundaries filming that show. And um, How so? Okay, so a couple weeks back, Sergio had sent me this video where they're basically now, instead of using green screen, they're using these giant... LED walls, okay? So imagine like a big warehouse and inside the warehouse there is a set and it's like a room inside of the warehouse where each panel, including the ceiling, is an LED screen. Hope you're wearing sunglasses. Dude, it's freaking sick, man. Um, what's his name that did Avengers and, and uh, John Favreau? Yeah. He's the one that's that really pioneered it, I think, with uh, the Imagineers. Because you could tell they're in the Imagineers. I love like, John Favreau, just to be throw out there. Yeah, he's, he's kicking ass right now. But you guys he's remember using... his first stuff, his like, early career? Yeah. So you follow him as an actor, like Swingers? Like Swingers. Swingers. Swingers and Swingers Made cool. and movies like that. Swingers is still. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a Las Vegas epic yeah. movie that they that's shot all over there, yeah. Yeah, man, Vince Vaughn started off right yeah, there. Yeah, straight up. But, uh, man, he's kicking ass in the technological field right now. Um, So, basically, they could produce any set within these four walls and film it and make it seem as if it's actually there. And the camera that's inside of the set moves in real time. So when they render back the computer graphics, they're literally, they can see it through the camera already. So now is this, is this all this uh, stuff uh, Disney or is it actual Industrial Light and Magic doing this? I think it's uh, I think it's both. both. Really? Because I mean, I know Disney's like the forefront, but I know Mm -hmm. Industrial Light and Magic does all this, all this whole technical stuff. I think it might be um, ILM who's doing those. Yeah, ILM, um, you know, they've been around for a long time. They're the real pioneers. They're real pioneers until this day. They're trying to make things better. Right. You know, with this new technology too, so it's like props to them for even like going. I mean, there. but but basically, this this basically marks the point of green screens are obsolete now. They're gonna well, be not obsolete. obsolete, but they show you now you have an option, right? Because not, yeah. like damn, yeah, if you, you have, have the Blu-ray, money, you got, everyone's gonna yeah, get on. Because I mean, you got Blu-ray, but you still have DVD. I mean, yeah. you get better quality with Blu-ray. Yeah. And then so just like streaming, now they're right. even doing digital, which is better quality. So this gives you an option. You could do if it's in your budget, you can do green screen, or you can yeah. Come fuck or, with us over here. And yeah, dude. Get some, Damn, because let quality. me tell you, man, it looks clean in every single episode. It takes them less amount of time to put out each episode because of the technology. You know what I'm saying? So I can't wait when they start doing and, and they announce that they're going to do a spin-off series of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. in his younger days called Kenobi, yes. which is going to be sick as fuck, dude. Yeah. Imagine if they had the technology <laughs> when they did the pottery scene, how cool that would have been. Dude. Yeah. If only oh he waited. God, that would have been. <laughs> if only he waited. 
That was the thing. He he was he did those movies like the infancy of CGI. And he's yeah. like, I want CGI and everything. They even shot the, those films on digital, mm-hmm. on digital cameras. It wasn't. They like, should like no. reboot those or like re-edit like. Uh, um, I mean, no. once it's once but it's just done, for the fact I mean, that I would like to see a pod race with the technology we have now. Yeah, that, that would be so sick, sick as fuck, bro. Anakin hauling ass there. That would be a dope DLC on like you know one of the Battlefront games or something like Battlefront Two DLC. They have to change their whole like dynamic on that because that's more of a you know of a battle game as opposed to like a race game well I mean if I mean or have like the pod race in the background I don't know who or knows just do, a, just do a 15 minute short on YouTube I'm or sure do a pod race million views dude VR pod racing that would be legit right there bro I mean if a fan would like uh, do those CGI yeah. like recreate it that'd be cool you know you see they just made I have to text you guys they, they made um, a fan made a um, movie with Darth, Darth Maul and he gave like you know Darth Maul didn't have enough love in the universe so oh, we made another God. one and it's pretty uh, sick it comes in and he kills like six Jedi's. Oh, that's and tight. Still, it, I gotta sit it. We gotta watch. Right. We gotta watch yeah. it on the TV. Later. So, Mandalorian. Huh? That's your second pick, oh, dude. Def- definitely Mandalorian. I rewatched the episode with Bill Burr and dude. It's hard to take him serious. Yeah, it's, it's hard to take hard. him serious. But you know what? For what it's worth, the the kind of <laughs> cynical asshole character that he just he, that's who he is. You know, yeah, it's it fit in really well with the it's plot weird. line of that episode. <laughs> it's just weird having those like accents. You know, yeah, no, I got like him. Boston Space Pirates now. Yeah, yeah. not just him. Boston Space Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's there with his That's accent. That's what it is, like, dude. Uh, fucking stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> but get yeah, him, dude, get, I him, just... get him in the car. Get him in the car. Get, get in the car. Get in the spaceship. Get in the spaceship. <laughs> through the fucking wall. I'm going to put you through the fucking wall. <laughs> dude. All right, Serge, what's up? What do you got for us? All right, so my second pick would be... If you're really into anime, I would recommend this. It is Cowboy Bebop. If you're really into anime, this is just one of the top shows. I mean, like, if anyone's hearing this and saying, like, oh, yeah, that's obviously one of the greatest anime animes that's out there. And I'm just like, well, yeah, it is. And that's why I'm recommending it. You know? Yeah. And, you know, it's just, like, it's a mix of every film genre that you ever seen. It's a space western right off the top, but it's also, like, a film noir like a hard-boiled detective type of stories that you watched like in the 40s Hmm. and they get into like into those genres they fuck around with that and you know there's a lot of good characters that you guys would like pretty relatable how would you say the the dubbing is on that show the dubbing does Um, it give it justice yeah I mean like when it comes to dubbing I don't really mind unless it really sounds really fucking stupid (laughs) but and there's shows like that I hardly seen any of those yeah but Unless you're watching one, English to Spanish, because <laughs> they're so yeah. bad. Oh, dude. English <laughs> to Spanish? <laughs> I mean, I really like the Spanish version of uh, Dragon Ball Z. I didn't mind that. That's actually how I watched Dragon Ball Z. And there, I think Spanish. the only time I ever watched anything in Spanish was like The Simpsons, when you yeah. actually used to have the remote that said SAP and Zap. you pressed it. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hola, Homero. You're like, yeah. huh, this is weird. Homero? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have a SAP version. What show of- is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have a SAP version of uh, Cowboy Bebop. What's the basis though? Okay, so guys in space. So basically, it's the western. So it's about it's about a bounty hunter. So it's the Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is not. He doesn't dress. He doesn't suit up or anything. Uh It's just like a guy casually dressed. He's out in space, and then you know it's like years in the future, and casually like you know he's a cool guy. Keeps his calm. He knows what he's doing. He's a bounty hunter. And, you know, he gets caught up on, like, um, different storylines. And eventually he meets a girl 
that was like um, that got frozen in time. And it was Boba she's, Fett. <laughs> she's basically Boba Fett. And yeah, it's just like different characters, different like archetypes. Like you have like the cool guy. You got like the older guy that gives him advice. You got the female fatale. I believe that's the term. Femme fatale. Yeah. Something that's cool. That. Yeah. Femme fatale. Femme fatale. This sounds like a video I actually, game. I actually played Cowboy Bebop and I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. And, you know, there's a kid that's in there who knows what her or his gender is, but, you know, it doesn't even matter. We don't judge. So it's LGBTQ friendly. Good. Exactly. It was ahead of its <laughs> wow, time. it has it all, dude. It has it all. And um, some of the things are actually, like, they actually predate a couple of stuff. Really? Right, yeah. Like, it's crazy. And it's just, like, it's pretty nostalgic, too, because they thinking ahead of, like, the future. And they see as VHS, there's an episode where they have to find, like, a VHS tape or uh, VHS something like that. And, you know, there's a guy that has, like, a collectible, like, VHS VHS, like, library? Yeah. And he's, like, a super nerd about that shit. And he's like, oh, do we still, do we even still have that? And he's like, oh, that's so called, it uh, calls for the times. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was was scrolling through Facebook, and I looked at, you got to, it was a meme that said, you got to admit, like, Cowboy Bebop, backgrounds were some of the best art and uh looking at it it's like spray paint in the background and like urban kind of and let me tell you just when you're working in in film and you're doing tv shows animation in particular you have to work with a certain aspect ratio you have to work with a certain you know and it doesn't look like a lot of that is digital it looked like a lot of the backgrounds was hand drawn yeah which is damn for them to be able to do graffiti hand drawn at a ratio multiple times for you know whatever scenes yeah like that's that's a big that's a that's a lot of work dude yeah the animation here is pretty good i mean the show was short-lived but one of the things i also wanted to say aside from the the artwork behind it well pretty much the animation behind it is also the music the music is really good the fucking theme fuck i just like love that shit like as soon as it starts mm-hmm. playing i don't fucking skip you know mm-hmm. it gives you the option to skip i never just like skip. just like narcos when just like, oh, yeah exactly i wish i could see, <laughs> see certain excitement when he said he loves it he float his hand on the air you guys like good good pick yeah it's a that's good your pick. top two right there yep that's my top two so definitely recommend um if you're really into anime um definitely watch that if you if you watched it before watch it again i'm telling you watch it again but you know that's my um that's my second pick so my i think i'm going my second one it's uh again it's fairly new and it's with a boy bill burr it's a cartoon on netflix called f is her family yes oh, man. <laughs> should show, we do the course now <laughs> I, 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 I love this uh this show i love it it's only three seasons out four seasons coming out this supposed to be this year yeah and it takes place in like 1970s ish americana guy was um had his girlfriend in high school got her pregnant he went to the vietnam war came back had to be a dad and you know just live the average american joe schmo he's like an irish family yeah he just lived the american life you know the guy works at an airport and he has everyday struggle like our parents did or do and not you know yeah. paying bills and just getting by and having just little bumps in the road like your car breaking down and it just it's Bill Burr he's the main character so it just, he just has that comedic fucking punchline to everything yeah. he like talks to his son. his son's like a 15 year old smoking pot he goes oh put your head through a fucking wall <laughs> he's like dad roadside there is no walls I'm gonna build a fucking wall put your head right fucking through it <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, just, I just think it's uh, it's it's fun it's like it's kind of like our dads you know just fucking yeah. drink some beer 
beers. You know, they work. All they do is work right for the family. And the only little free time is fucking drinking some beers and getting that grill going. I mean, And then his son always finds a way to fuck it up for me. Like, yeah. God damn it, you never get yeah. my fucking time to have some fucking beer. Uh, honestly, I love I love the diversity <laughs> of the characters. Oh, because Vic? <laughs> Vic's the best. Dude, I mean, from the bully, you know, yeah, to uh, his neighbor kid and his neighbor's little brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> but what about Vic, the, the sexy fucking cocaine dude? Oh, Remember what dude, I told he's you? my he fucking everybody. Favorite, Remember what I told you last night when we were watching Vice? Yeah. The movie? Yeah. It was um, Sam, uh, I keep forgetting his He word. played President Bush. Yeah. <laughs> so when I watched the movie, it sounded exactly like yeah. Vic. Like, it sounded hey, Vic, Vic, pretty, Vic, Vic, the people that haven't seen it, is kind of like watching, um, they're confused, like Matthew McConaughey's yeah. character. Yeah, he's a Matthew McConaughey <laughs> like, type The character. blonde hair, he's all fucking... He's a, he's a radio he, DJ, right? It'd be cool if you did, yeah. He yeah. works a radio DJ, he's fucking white, blonde hair, has muscles, he's always... Banging different chicks. Always has like a bag of coke. Always has a bag of coke. <laughs> it yeah. cannot handle like stress at all. <laughs> but it's pretty funny it's to hilarious. see, you know, like uh, the dad's character and him kind of like look at him Frank. and kind of envy. Frank Murphy. Yeah, Frank. They envy kind of looks yeah. at and he just kind of envies like the life he has <laughs> because he lives so easy and he's living the single life, but he's over here living the American so so quote unquote dream, right? And the right. times where he does feel like he won up. Vic, like he'll watch Vic watching TV by himself through his window in the living room. And you see Vic sitting on the couch. It looks like he's sitting by himself. He's like, ha, look at Vic, that fucking loser. And he turns around and the chick comes up like she was giving him head. <laughs> like Vic always has that. like that good life, you know? Yeah. Life. Just wishes he had. Until that, until that last season. That last yeah. season yeah. he fucked yeah. up, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's but definitely, that's, that's. I mean, but that's, that's what's cool about the show is because you get to see the up and downs of not only Frank Murphy's life, but everyone around his him. Wife yeah. and his kids and everything and yeah it's like I said it's a good show I don't want to like give too much into it but like I said it's just a working class family getting through everyday yeah. like struggles that we do they fight they drink they have shitty friends they have fucking the asshole bosses you know they have yeah. the, they have the token the one black yeah. friend yeah <laughs> so it's, it's something that we all seen before but right. you know it has typical tropes but it's also like you know it's very vulgar and it's out there you know yeah I think that's why it's, it's yeah. doing so it's, it's almost it's relatable you know yeah. they, they, they get away dude, with a lot of they things. would not be able to get away with that if they filmed it live bro yeah. like let me tell you but that's the <laughs> great thing about like that, cartoons that, it's awesome. It is along the same kind of, um, I, I would say the same kind of animation, kind of like Family Guy ish. No. What would you say, or more like it's um, a it's that it's one PD show? It's his own thing. I feel like it's a, yeah. its own animation. But Basically, it's like how I put it the first time I watched it is Life with Louie. <laughs> right. Have you guys ever right, seen Life right, with right, Louie right, in the right. 90s? Oh, it's the comedian that's telling his story when he was a kid. Yeah. But this is the R-rated version. But of yeah, shit. because if you look at the this dad, the, the dad is, is like Al Bundy in a sense. Yes. He's, yes. Yeah. The dad is definitely like an Al Bundy, but way more you know? extreme. Yeah. You know, but he's <laughs> just fucking more vulgar and more. You know, but it's it's really cool. Like I, I enjoy the show, and I think you, got, you guys would really love it. Just give it a chance. Give it a couple episodes. I always tell everybody you can't go by the first second. Just give it a couple episodes, two episodes to be like, okay, give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, that then you could you know switch like the Mandalorian. That, it's a good show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah, I guess that wraps up our top two. Top two. <laughs> All right, you guys got a little harmonic there. You guys got to finish your beers. So we can fucking let's chug them. Oh shit, you guys, I'm done with mine. All right, so we're gonna do at least one favorite show 
of all time. So this is like the most obvious popular TV shows, and we're basically going to describe why you like it. You know, I was doing so. that intro already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, who wants to go first? So, I favorite. think one of my all-time favorite shows, and I have to, I'm going to have to go with um, with my boy Frank Gallagher. And it's really hard to narrow it down because I have, like, X-Files and shit like that that I like, but Shameless. Shameless? Said, wait, I was like, wait, Frank Gallagher has a Shameless? Yeah, Shameless. William H. Macy. Yes. <laughs> no, his name is Frank Gallagher in the show. The Shoveler. But, uh, man, <laughs> Shameless yes. has, what, the nine seasons? And man, since the very first episode, that thing is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And it's those shows where it's just nonstop, crude, dark humor. It's in your face. And it's just like, so it's a, it's a family. It's um, the Gallaghers. They're a family from the east side of Chicago, I think. Mm-hmm. And east side was, I think the east side of Chicago was like the more, the poorer side of Chicago. I think it's south side. South side? Uh, Whatever. They're from one of the sides of Chicago, the more like lower income part yeah. of Chicago. And the mother left them when they're young, so they all grew up with the dad. The dad is a, an alcoholic, a drug addict. He, they'll do anything to get higher to get by in life. And as the, as, the, as the seasons goes on, he does certain things where you feel like, damn, Frank, like, you're just a piece of shit. Like, you can't get no lower. And then here comes the next season, and he just really goes to, like, show you how, like... How shitty how person shitty, is. How low he can get. Like, just to give an example, he tried to he convinced his son that he had cancer so they could, so could give him a signed autographed basketball, the Chicago Bulls, so he could sell it <laughs> and get a lot of drugs. <laughs> And it's and it's weird because like the whole family is white and the one kid that he was describing is actually black. Yeah, the one kid he has is black. Ian. Oh, no, not Ian. Uh, Liam. 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 And he's the the black. He's like the token. And then he goes to like a <laughs> private school and they tell him, "Oh, you're token." Like, what do you mean? He goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't worry about yeah, that, Liam." About that word. He's he's the he's the he's the little black kid and he's like, "You're okay." And it's it's such a good it's a good show, man. It's it's funny. Yeah. The neighbors are are fucking hilarious and that they, the neighbors own a bar. Yeah, and they they go in that bar and hang out and do all kinds. Of, man, it's just it's a the daughters the the main daughter she's hot. I remember Yona, watching that, that, that episode when you know, it was the like daughter is the girl from um, Mystic River. Oh, I Mystic River. Mystic River. That's a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, yeah. Remember uh, when Sean Penn was like oh, getting man, pulled down? He's like, "Is that my daughter?" In there? I saw the movie when it first came out. That's yeah. a great movie, actually. Yeah, she's she's the daughter in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but uh, honestly, like, <laughs> Shameless, Shameless is a fucking, it's a great show. The, the cast is great. All of them are hilarious. Yeah, they definitely. got a gay Jesus in there. Dude, that thing, <laughs> that thing is hilarious. But It gets crazy. Fiona's I mean, like, I got to crush her so bad. And, it, and then you start thinking, she does, <laughs> makes the worst decisions. She's fucking, you definitely got a chance with her because she has no yeah. self-esteem. It's I'm, just it's just so crazy because I don't know about character. low self-esteem. I, did, I mean, she's got <laughs> issues definitely because, you know, she's got, like, she's raising, she's, she's she's raising the whole fucking family. Like, yeah, both her dad parents. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say is, it, you know, in the beginning, it's kind of crazy because early on in the seasons, you kind of see her as like, she's the one that has her shit together. She's the one trying to keep it together. Yeah. But then later off in the season, she like falls off the boat. And yeah. then in the end, you know? she, toward the end, she gets it back together. Yeah. Gets her shit, you know, you know which but is, let's not it's give like the much. up and downs of, yeah. of she her. She has an arc. Know? She definitely has an arc. It's definitely a wild ride. So I'll definitely watch And that. then for Frank, it's not an arc. It's just, you just keep oh, going. Yeah, Frank, yeah, exactly. <laughs> going so there's an opposite of that. It's like, you think the parent would like be better, but yeah. The child that what, what is one of Frank's favorite lines? He goes, he was someone asked him for a blowjob. He said, Well, I ain't gay, but $20 is $20. <laughs> no, Frank, he was like, Well, what are you up to, Frank? You're back to sucking dick. He goes, Why you got 20 bucks? <laughs> 
Hey, cause, hey, you gonna be fat? Cause, hey, I'm not gay, but twenty dollars, twenty dollars. Fucking that's to William that's H. Just, Macy, man. And that's just the character Frank is. Frank is just yeah. a drunk, and I'm talking about staggering drunk. Like he, he will literally let he he doesn't care if his kids starve as long as he gets high. Yeah. And for some reason, he's banging everybody in that show too. Everyone fucking wants to bang Frank. You know, but <laughs> it's so weird. He's yeah. about life, man. He's an artist. Oh, he's he's super clever. That's the thing. Frank is actually born like genius. He's like a sly fox. Yeah, when you yeah, talk to him, though, he's, he's clever as fuck and he's super smart. That's how he gets away with everything. Yeah. He, he gets jobs. He works long enough just so he can get hurt and get workers' comp for a year. <laughs> and then once that's over, he has to go back to work and he'll find a way to hurt himself just to get workers' comp again. And he just he finds ways to cheat the system, and that's why I love this shit. Yeah, he, and even if he can't get through welfare, he goes another route. Yeah, he's like he's like he fucking. Would, uh, oh, he's persistent with that. He's like <laughs> Bender from Futurama. He's a fucking drunk, a liar, <laughs> and I would say he's definitely smart because like his kids are fucking smart too well he has a high IQ when they test him he had a really high IQ yeah they did so he's, he's pretty fucking clever yeah. I mean, he manipulates everybody to get his way. Yeah, so. basically. So, yeah. yeah, I think my mind, I'm going to have to go with one of my all-time favorite shows. But it was hard to narrow it down. Like I said, I'm a big X-Files oh, man, fan. I'm still oh, nervous. That's such a good pick. Shameless. such a good pick. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. What man. about you, Serge? What do you got for your all-time? All-time ferret. I'm going to say this. And it's definitely my number one. Out of everything I've ever seen, is Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh. Breaking Bad. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> The, this is we're living like uh, the again, golden, if you guys the can golden see age right now. He's literally his fists are balling and he's like almost <laughs> jumping for joy. He loves this show that much. I'm, uh, <laughs> yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that show more than anything in this whole fucking world, including people. <laughs> Before that show, I didn't even know what the fuck was in uh, New Mexico. So no. yeah, like nobody even knew about like what Albuquerque. Albuquerque was until this show. And you know, it's like like this show came out at the right time. It came out at the golden age, the, the brink of the golden age of TV, because n- nobody was really watching TV. And then you know, this show came out, and it's just like it shows the potential, how cinematic, how well crafted a TV show could be. You know, because mm-hmm. it just told a story about like a man, an everyday man. A man who could have, like, done better, but, you know, he got fucked over in the end, and he's just working as a fucking teacher. chemistry teacher. And he's he's a really smart guy, and then, you know, the worst happens. He gets cancer, and he says, like, I need to make money for my family before, like, the, uh, before, before I die. Before I die. And that was his main goal. But as he, he decided to make math, and not only with this <laughs> well, by himself, money. he made math with one of his uh, former students. And, you know, their whole fucking relationship is actually really incredible. Not only did he make math, though, he made the best math. He, he made, made the math. The blue. Because, <laughs> you know, blue dream. If you make, if, like, you didn't even think about it. It's like, the duh, like, the guy is an expert, like, a fucking genius on chemistry chemistry though. yeah right. why not make him like if he fucks around with meth yeah he's gonna do the best meth because he knows his fucking shit right. he started trying to make you know? meth like as a, like a quick end to you know yeah. to fucking make his money and then it make turned on money. to a whole it's a whole it, story it, of it, his, it, was it made him turn into another person right yeah it, literally it was, just, it was just ironic that you know his brother-in-law who works for the DEA was like saying like oh you know meth is like the biggest thing and then he was like looking into it like oh really like yeah, you know, like he like get talked him into it. <laughs> he in a way he talked him into it without even realizing that. And then the whole time, like there's that tension between his brother-in-law, like being the DEA agent that he is, and him being like you know the secret like 
uh, drug lord, you know? Right. And it's just like, oh, like, they're at the opposite um, uh, spectrum of things. And it's just like, he's been under his nose the whole time. Throughout the whole season, it's just right. like, dude, he's under your nose the he's whole time. He's blown off the time. kingpin of meth, and he's like dude, literally having yeah, dinner Yeah, exactly. With him. But, you know, this show is about, like, about character, really. Like, how one man that was like, like, he has the talent. He was smart, and, you know, he got the shit end of the stick, and he eventually, like, created, like, one of the biggest drug empires of all times, and, you know, he became very good at it, that he actually, like, like, it really got to him, and he loved that fucking power, you know? All for the love of his, all for the love of his family. All for the love of his, it started with the love of his family, and I still feel like he did it for the love of his family. But like then he, he just like being the badass. He just you know, like he loved being the badass that he even lost control. And then when he realized he did something shitty, you still see like the man he was like bef- um, before the show started. You know, the door. and yeah. you know it's like every episode is good. Like you know, sometimes it gets slow at times, but still it's worth it. Um, Brian Crescent is the man. Yeah, he's definitely. You know, he's definitely the fucking good. man. Who would have thought? Malcolm the Middle, Malcolm's Malcolm dad. Malcolm the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm's dad would be the fucking meth kingpin. He, who would have done, he could have, like, pulled that off, you know? Like, it's just something, like, like, this made his career, you know? But again, to his acting, you know, it shows you, like, what he can do as an actor. Like, there's another show called Sneaky Pete, yeah. where he's, like, um one of the, well, like, a gangster, one of the head gangsters there. He's, like, really? a, yeah, so Brian That's Cranston. why he got it off, yeah. Yeah, so it shows you, like, how he his potential in acting. Yeah, he really does have potential, because after, like, well, during Breaking Bad, when it got, like, the peak season, like, he started getting, like, a lot of movie roles, you know? And now you don't really see him. And it's just he, like... He's like a... Breaking he's still Bad, a good guy, you know? Like Breaking Bad is like a cult classic almost. Everyone, like, watch it. Like, yeah. It's like, the, you see, like, the Pollos Hermanos logo, different places, you know? Yeah. It's Which is franchise. now an actual fucking um, franchise. Yeah. And, and really? Yeah. yeah. Is that the first show that's given birth to a franchise? Um, no. Um, Bubba Gump. Oh, yeah. But that's a movie. That's a movie, though. It's still media, though. That's what I'm saying. But you know what, though? Another show that does that a lot is, like, I mean, it's not a franchise, but, like, The Office. You see a lot of those shirts and stickers that says Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. And you know. (laughs) They advertise that shit. That's The Office, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's definitely a good show. Um, It's fucking five seasons of glory, goodness, golden craft at its best. Yeah, and you know, it's one of the definitely one of the biggest shows out there. Um, it could get it could get pretty dark at times, so you know, like you you would want to take a break between that because like a lot of good dialogue on that show. It's like there, yeah, really good writing. That was gonna be one of my picks. I was debating on that Vince one. Vince well. Gillian, you the man. Yeah. You know, I actually heard that that's an actual house where he lives in, huh. in Albuquerque, and it, an old lady lives there, and she had to complain to like two people out there. Like she gives out a sign like, "Hey, this is a private property." Like don't even fuck with us. Because people started throwing don't, pizzas. Throwing pizzas in there. <laughs> people yeah. started throwing pizzas in there, and they're like, "Please do not throw pizzas in there. It is a private <laughs> property. Please." Oh man. You know, but you know, the show got so big that of course people want to go there, and you know, like. Um, well, I have a friend that lives in New Mexico, that. and um, well, I haven't talked to her in a while, but she used to send me like um, things from New Mexico. Yeah. Like they got badass pinon coffee, which is like coffee ground with like um, pine nuts. Yeah. But they have a couple of restaurants and a lot of stuff that has that. Logo the Heisenberg that'll huh. just you know so it's it's a very popular. I mean for them it's a small town. It's a money maker. Yes, for them, yeah. them it's it's catchy. You know they brought some uh, yeah some That's attention. Cool, so yeah, so definitely watch that if you haven't. If you have watched it, rewatched it, but also watch watch El Camino. I mean it's okay. 
but you know it's still part of the lore yeah and mm-hmm. just watch that yeah but so, also also oh, if you guys watch that. these shows or haven't watched them let us know I mean we'd like yeah. some feedback too let us know uh, give us some feedback be like oh I totally agree on this or disagree we'll make a dialogue out of it you yeah. know mm-hmm. we're open to that what we about you Manny what you got for your right, uh, Manny um, dude I've been tossing this over I'm thinking Mandalorian I'm thinking Stranger Things I love Stranger Things I love Mandalorian though and I love Stranger Things but honestly I gotta take it back to childhood to a show that's on Disney Plus I know where you're going with this no you don't you don't no you don't cause this is one of my childhood favorite shows and now watching it as an adult makes me appreciate it even more because the context of what they're talking about is actually very like intellectual and it's about actual history that took place and uh, what I'm talking about is Gargoyles Uh, (laughs) I fucking love like the original Gargoyles X-Men 2 and I was I was tossing that one in my head too it's either X-Men But let me tell you, fucking gargoyles. I did see that coming. Gargoyles, the artwork, okay? The dialogue, the history in between it, the the action, the lore. lore. But not only that, in the 90s, there was a lot of gun violence. Mm -hmm. And one of the main plots or one of the main points that the that the show tried to make is no guns. It was against guns because whenever Goliath would come across a gun, he'd break the gun. Yeah. Would never use a gun. Would never kill anybody. Kind of like a Batman kind of character. Yeah, it was actually in line with like Batman the Animated Series. If you've never seen Gargoyles. Actually, they played back to back after one play, the other one came on. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. They did. And it was very similar. I don't, I don't want not too similar. I, I would say Gargoyles is more similar to X-Men animation mm-hmm. than Batman man but it had that very dark gothic kind of feel to it that i feel that i feel batman gave influence to you know they wanted something that was dark they wanted something that had to do within the city and basically what it's about is the the very first episode starts in ireland in like the 1600s or something like that 16 1700s i like the the farther back i maybe i don't know i i don't know (laughs) to be exact on it but basically like these gargoyles come to life at night on the top of this castle well they get a spell put on them that says okay well as soon as the castle reaches above the clouds the gargoyles will come back to life again so they become stone for years and years and years this philanthropist guy named uh, Zantos Zantos he Zanos he has enough money to uh, resurrect the, the castle he goes in and and he actually cuts off parts of the castle and he lifts them up with a giant chopper, chopper and takes them over to his place in uh, a city. And uh, as soon as the castle reaches, you know, because the helicopter is lifting it up, the castle reaches above the clouds, the gargoyles then come back to life. And they're now, their new home is now modern day 1990s, you know, cosmopolitan like city New area. York, you know, New like, York like kind New of York-ish. area. Yeah. New York, LA, downtown LA. And another big thing about this show that I want to point out is the main cop that he's friends with, she is Hispanic. Latina. She's a Mexican chick. Mm-hmm. And that was a big turn because everything that we had seen before. Wait, are you sure she's Mexican or not Puerto Rican? She's, well, she's <laughs> of South American. She's of Latin descent. <laughs> she's Latin of Latin descent. descent. Okay. Okay. Important, you know. And uh, 
that spoke big to, you know, friends that I would watch it with that were girls at the time, you know, like it spoke to them because it's yeah. like, damn, this chick can kick ass, you know, for that time area in the 90s, that was very new to everybody, you know? Yeah, I definitely Gargoyles, it was definitely a cartoon that I used to come home and watch and I thought it was, you know, like you guys know I'm a fan of like horror and the dark stuff, so I always yeah. thought that was already super cool out there, like Gargoyles and that was definitely a good show. But it did come for me like left field because I didn't think, I never thought that would have been a show you would have picked. Dude, I, I ever since I was little, bro, I love that show more than any other show. I think the only one that came close to me as much as liking that, like a show like that, was either X-Men. I watched Animaniacs a lot. You know, and Animaniacs was on Netflix for a while. Do you guys remember the show? Only like old school, like com, co, uh, cartoon fans would remember it. It came on right before like Gargoyles. It was called Pirates of Dark Water. No. So th there were there <laughs> were there were these pirates in um, <laughs> this, this area took over the ocean where it was like the water was like tar almost. Was like almost the whole world took over, like, got taken over by like this tar water. Uh huh. So you could go over, but you couldn't. Once you kind of went or got near that tar, it wasn't tar; it was just black water. But mm -hmm. it would consume you, and you'd be gone forever. So you'd be on these Shit. boats, and people would be avoiding this water, not like regular boats you could jump off. And that was like if you get thrown to the water, like you're literally giving your soul away; you're gone forever. And the water was like live; like the water would try to reach for you and grab you. Oh, that's so crazy. they had these very high boats and the water would still kind of like try to reach. So it went all over the world. Right. There was some places that they didn't it. have the dark water, you know, but it was mostly the dark water took over and they had a talking bird named Needler. You can probably check it out on YouTube later. Yeah. It was a de definitely was a dark show. Uh, it was cool, but it was it had a short run, maybe a couple seasons, but it was it was on with like that and like gummy bears. They would go to remember gummy bears, they drink that juice and they fucking bounce around and shit like that. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a pretty cool show, but um yeah. yeah, it was it was right before Gargoyles and then B Batman animated series came on yeah batman was dope x-men was sick x-men has a really intellectual intellectual dialogue too and it was hard for me to choose but gargoyles definitely for the win man i had all the toys i had you know even uh like more along the season i don't remember which one but they actually get like metal like the dog character yeah. the gargoyle <laughs> gets like metal wings and that fool is able to like fly and like yeah. do crazy shit when i was uh watching this show i only had like one question Question, why is like because you know Goliath is obviously the leader mm -hmm. why is he the only one that got named and everyone else was just like unnamed oh yeah well uh, in, the, in, the, got, in the second yeah. episode they start naming themselves yeah it's like what was yeah. the deal with that he never got around to it or what? I don't know maybe because he know. was ahead it, it probably it explains it in the second episode but yeah no no it didn't because I just watched like um, about like a good 20 episodes and never explained it why it's just like well what are you gonna name yourselves and it's just like names after like New York streets you mm -hmm. know like you got uh, Brooklyn Brooklyn Lexington um, fucking Bronx yeah all that shit Bronx know? that was a fucking that was a dog yeah <laughs> he kicked ass he doesn't even need ladders he just fucking like claws his way through the cement and shit oh my god that theme song Oh God! I so I, I looked it up right now, and it's <laughs> saying the. Re so it says gargoyles didn't originally have names unless, like Goliath, named by the people inhabiting the castle, See? wivered in the size of his strength in battle, and Demona, named by Macbeth for her ferocity in battle, you fight like a demon. The names were given by the humans, and it was not part of their culture to have names in anything. Oh, so they they originally don't have names; they don't name themselves. So the humans name them to be able to identify them. So they only focus on like their leader Goliath, and then they just say like, "This is Goliath," you know. 
right? Well, he's yeah. not like the main characters. Yeah. I figured they have. I mean, to have a yeah, name. Goliath is a biblical name. Like he's like the giant. Like yeah, right. that's what it says because of his strength and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that one, the the what was the other girl's name? Demonia. Demonia. Oh man, she's. She's a snake bitch. She's a snake. <laughs> she's, she's a snake. She's a little hence, snake. Hence her bitch. name. She's a little demon. Yeah. She's a little she's demon. A demon. Yeah. That was a good pick though, Gargoyle. That's, yeah. that's a good I one. fucking love that. There's a lot of there's a lot of episodes. I, I'm looking forward to rewatching every single bit, man. Well, it's hard to narrow yeah. it down to our top picks, guys. And like just you know, I mean, we literally I mean, there's so much like like I said, I mean, you brought gargoyles. I automatically thought like growing up, I'm a little older than you, so to me it was Ninja Turtles. That was like my thing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like I said, like I like like X Files a lot and Twilight Zone and the monsters and all that, so it's really hard to narrow it down. But I think we did a good job from our perspective, what we like. Definitely. And then uh, that's it. And I think it's uh, time for beer two. Yeah. What do we got, man? We got clown shoes. We're drinking this space cake double IPA. By clown shoes. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty cool artwork on here. Has some like Shazam looking guy flying through space. Flying through, through space. cupcakes. It looks like he's flying through. He a has a metal. <laughs> he has a metal pet. He has a metal dog. The cupcakes are shooting at him. Oh yeah, and he has a bunch of cupcakes around him. Holy shit! They're shooting so at it's, him. Uh, well, those space cake, cake double IPA. Space cake, baby. All right, what's the percentage on this one? This is Let's a check it out. Nine percent alcohol. Nice. Nine percent. Uh, Oh, oh shit. Here we go, guys. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, shit. Here we go Here we again. go. We're going to go <laughs> to space after this. Yeah. Hey, man. It's not like we're going anywhere else. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Exactly. Cheers, cheers. If anything, I want to go to space. Hey, here. the show must go on. The show must go on. Let's it go. must go. go on. Hey. Hell yeah. Ooh, that's actually lighter. pretty smooth for Ooh, a nine percent. Definitely lighter than the last one. It tastes a lot lighter, but it's a lot stronger. I wouldn't say lighter. I would it's say smoother. actually it's smoother. It's smooth, but it's it has more, like a silky finish. It's hard, man. It's hard to let me get another sip on this. Oh, this is a pretty good choice in the clown shoes. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to have those fucking cupcakes. It doesn't take nothing like a cupcake, but... Yeah, sometimes you got to have cupcakes, too, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next podcast, huh? Beer and cupcakes. Beer and cupcakes. Beer and cupcakes. It says, our mission to produce beer without pretension while being free and a little crazy. Sounds about right. Sounds like like us. podcast. (laughs) We need that around now. To produce entertainment without pretension... (laughs) That's it. That's us. We're producing well, entertainment. Well, being free and a little crazy. You know what? I want to copy and paste that. <laughs> Put that in the description. No, that's what of the we podcast. do. Just we just use the help oh, of man. alcohol to get the juices flowing. Ooh, we gotta get the juices flowing. That's Shit. all we got. Hey, uh, guess what we got next? What next? Sip on this. Sip on this. Sip on this. Well, let me sip on that real quick. Let me sip on that. So what do we got for a sip on this? We're gonna have some. Uh, so sip on this. We got a lot of new stuff coming out from okay. uh, straight from theater to streaming services. You know, due to what's going on, we everyone wants to just be in their comfort at home and get popcorn. And you know, beer. it's it's a social distancing thing, blah blah blah. But you know what? This could be the beginning of a new era for film. And not that we're not we don't take it serious. We just rather not involved in what we're yeah, going let's on. Let's not. Uh, yeah. But you know what? You, you're you're totally right. Like um, like everyone's at home. Everyone wants to be in the comfort of their home. And now we're able to see brand new movies from the comfort of our home. I, I gotta say, like first of all, when El Camino came out, it came out in theaters first, right? 
So did the Irishman. Really? And the Irishman came out in theaters as well. Yeah, for limited time, and then. Did you see it in theaters? I never saw it in theaters. I was waiting for the stream. Yeah, I was waiting for the stream. I was well. waiting for the stream. Well, because we knew it was gonna right. be yeah. Then the streams. But so, now these movies like The Invisible Man, I've been wanting to watch. The Invisible Man, Blumhouse. It's, it's, yeah, there's gonna come straight to stream. Which is cool because I'm, I'm a fan of horror and I got my soundbar and I got my 60-inch TV. So I'm like, cool, I'm just going to fucking kick back. Bring that soundbar over here. We'll watch it on the... Yeah, on the projector, right? On the projector, I, dude. I, got, I got that, that Apple moonshine. Hey. I have myself a good time. Woo! That, that really gets the juices flowing. Okay, so uh, the new streaming uh, movies that are going to be up for $20 to purchase or rent, I would rent. say. Um, well, actually, you could buy, you could own it. You could watch it as many times as you want. Well, I don't know if the new I ones saw, you can buy. I saw Rent. Yeah. I, I saw really? rent. I yeah. got I no, I got the opposite. But well, got, possibly, possibly. Because I got a notification from um, Fandango that you could actually own onwards for twenty bucks. Well, it's possible. Maybe you know. It could be possible, movies. but uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's still streaming. It's the still streaming. it's still it's streaming and it's brand new. It should have you should have been able to see this in the movies. You don't there have to been leave no other way for you to see it. Of your home. So you get to watch out. brand new movies, in including Onward, The Invisible Man. The Hunt and Emma, which is a book adaptation. But, you, but that's like kind of cool because you can literally <laughs> be at home with your PJs on. You don't have to comb your hair or do anything. Just you know, recline your couch, get some popcorn, have a drink, and you yeah. watch it at home. Have some. I mean, also the also these are on uh, Amazon Prime. Just yeah. so you guys know, Apple TV, all their most of your yeah. streaming services. I mean, have. we have it kind of bad as we have it, but thank God we live at the era where we could actually stream stuff from a. I top was just of thinking, home. damn! Imagine if internet was not available at this time. I was just thinking, we'd be talking like, about. Uh, what if it was right like, now. Yeah. What if it happened in the eighties and it's just like, oh, oh you got Well bro, books. if if you the internet wasn't working rant. right now, we wouldn't even be able to put out an episode. Like it's crazy. Oh, we can still record it. We, we can backlog still record it. it. Yeah. Backlog. Thank God. Yeah, you know, thank God well, we once, thing, once things cleared up, you get fucking ten episodes all at once. Hey, and oh, we shouldn't right? we shouldn't knock this. If you wanna hear some other streams, listen to our past episodes and uh starting from the beginning, you know, you can catch up and see what we've been on and kind of where we're going now, you know. Uh, we're, we're on big Spotify. On feedback. We're big on yeah. feedback. We definitely would like to hear. From yeah, definitely. definitely. You if you got some new beers for us to beer try, recommendation, if you're show staying, recommendations, if you're staying game home recommendations, again. if you're staying home again, might as well, you know. Yeah, share with it's, us, it's, man. It's we're we're willing to listen, yeah. and we're willing to uh, even mention you guys in the in the cast. Because we do this yeah. for you. Yay! It yeah. is for you. It's a community. Yeah. And I drink this beer for me because this yeah. is a double IPA. This will help keep me sane. I drink it for the people. That's good, man. That's real good. Well, thank you guys, I guess, for tuning in. And that's uh, our episode. That's our episode. That's our episode. Is there any other streaming things that we should mention on Sip on this? Mm. Well, a little bit on, like, the whole schedule, you know, because of this whole situation. So we're expected to, like, you know, there's actually big releases like the new James Bond, the Black Widow movie. They might get pushed back depending on the situation. Everything's getting pushed back. But we don't know that back. yet, so we, we don't know we that. Everything's getting pushed back. But All no production's matter, getting yeah. pushed back. Even production. I'm so mad because I got yeah. tickets for fucking Raid Against the Machine. I got tickets for Deftones. <laughs> fuck, man. Dude. Yeah, that fucking sucks, dude. But you know what? <laughs> All in all, man. We got your show. The beer's flowing. <laughs> the shows are going. Streaming, the show must go on. The show must, must go on. You know? And we are the show, ladies and gentlemen. We are the show. So? And I feel like when you said it, it's almost like a... 
the Black Knight, the Joker is like, here we go. <laughs> Let's I, I see kinda, what happens. I kind of feel like that. Like, my got my hair going back. The yeah. show must go on. The show must go on, man. <laughs> Keep on rolling. I say. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. All right, man. Keep thank you guys. Rocking. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank and, uh, you, guys. Supporting us, Golden Craft Cast. All right. Yeah, so man. If you wanna, surge. so if you wanna reach us, uh, reach us at goldencraftrun at gmail.com for email. And also we're on Instagram as same thing, Golden Craft Run. Golden Craft Run. So if you got any questions, suggestions, any feedback, anything at all, feel free to do so. And remember to wash your hands. Remember to wash your hands and just be responsible, you know. Um, we gotta be a community. We gotta be at humanity's best at this time. And you know, all we got is hope, so. See you to the next one. See you to the next one. To the craft. To the craft. Cheers. Cheers.